There's a hundred or more episodes of this kid's show. It's somebody's job to recap it. But the obvious problem for our group of co-hosts is going on too many tangents. Like maybe watching TikToks and Cordon Gabby Yummy or finding all our superpowers. Mentioning the times that Candace can test lit or playing a game for an hour. Giving nosy points, going to Twitter jail or laying some kind of egg. Reading and studying, running like Naruto or Ben's out fake when a pig. As you can see, there's a whole lot of stuff to say before this show is done. So stick with us, cause what you're doing pod is gonna have some fun. So stick with us, cause what you're doing pod is gonna have some fun. Mom! Felipe, Will, and Navi are making a podcast. <laughs> Want me to do the intro again like I did the last time? <laughs> That's You're a already doing it. Let's oh, do it. Okay. Okay. Hello and welcome back to What You Doing? A Phineas and Ferb Rewatch podcast. I'm Navi and I'm joined by two people that I record this podcast with. Felipe and Will, how are you two doing? <laughs> I'm better hearing your voices. I'm very happy that y'all are in my life on this Sunday morning. How I'm doing great. Going? I'm doing great. I just saw a movie last night, Space Adventure. No, I'm kidding. I saw Marcel the Shell with shoes on. Um, same energy, I, meant, I, I, meant, I meant to see that a while ago. It's cute. Yeah. But anyway, how are you two doing? I mean, Start, I asked starting already. off starting off with pop culture plug. Not even, not even let me get to the Who end. said that was my pop culture plug? I just said a fact. Okay. I guess it wasn't Bobby, we, it, it wasn't a good enough movie to be a plug. No, it is a good movie. It's just like I think I'm gonna recommend something else. Yeah. Who knows? Navi, how are you doing? I'm doing good. We're here to talk about two <laughs> episodes of Phineas and Ferb today. Which episodes are they, folks? Not Phineas and Ferb, and uh, Phineas and Ferb get busted or busters. Phineas and Ferb busters, like Ghostbusters, but. Phineas and Ferb busters, they are here to bust. Phineas and Ferb are a team of busters. That's what she said. Yeah. I go. was going to say the same thing. I'm glad you beat me to it. Anyways. Today is not what you're doing after dark. Today is what you're doing Sunday afternoon edition. Or Sunday, <laughs> today is what you're doing hungover noon. edition. Well, for one of us it is. Yeah, Will. Thank <laughs> you. Uh, so Will has his not, hair down today, which is interesting. Uh, yeah, I like, it. So, I like the look. It, you know, I I put product in my mustache and I put product in my hair every day, and sometimes you gotta just let the hair breathe. Uh, so I, on the weekends, whenever no one has to see me, sometimes I will do that. Uh, so I got my my hair is conditioned, but but has no uh, uh, gel in it, and my my mustache has been combed but uh there's no wax in it yeah it's it's everything's go. down you look kind of like the lorax <laughs> a little bit yeah uh so not pinning some herb uh we've got an irving centered episode yes uh, my fate. so irving's brother albert his older Who's brother a total douche. is a douchebag um so i i i so Albert is voiced by Diedrich Bader, and I was, and I I know Diedrich Bader like is one of the 
one of those like famous voice actors who does a ton of voices for different things. And I was trying to think specifically what voice I was hearing whenever I heard him talk. And it's that audio that's been super popular on TikTok that is cut from the movie Surf's Up, where he's the penguin who's talking about all his trophies. And he's like, these are my ladies. I don't recall Surf's Up that well. That's a childhood movie that I probably did not see a ton. Look up, I did look have up. a teacher's assistant in college who we said was literally the chicken from Surf's Up, though. My high school geometry teacher was like Miss Fowl from uh, Neutron. That was more Cindy, I think, than Miss Fowl. I don't know. Um, can I, I, I talk I about trying, what I just I, discovered I online? Yeah, go so ahead. I googled Albert Phineas and Ferb because I wanted to know who voiced him before you got into uh-huh. that. People also ask, does Ferb have a disability? And we're going to continue into this because in the Phineas and Ferb fan theories wiki, it says Candace couldn't deal with Phineas's death. So she built an imaginary world where he was still alive and playing with her stepbrother Ferb. And she, it's all in her imagination, him and Phineas going on great adventures together. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Dan, Dan Pommenmeyer has talked about this theory many times and said it's complete nonsense. Okay, yeah, no, I didn't think it was real, but I was like, I had never heard of this. Yeah. It's like, uh, I, I want to say there's a similar Rugrats theory about how Oh, I know the Rugrats one by heart. Movie. It's like Angelica, all the babies, okay, we're going to get into some dark stuff, so content warning for baby I death. Mean, we don't we don't gotta i mean we're already there. <laughs> content warning baby death but it's like all the babies were stillborn and then angelica had imaginary friends which were the babies because she couldn't cope with the trauma as a child that's that's anyways oh yeah i've heard that theory before yeah so albert albert uh is home for the summer and he goes into Irving's room and he's asking about all the pictures he took and and one why he's so obsessed with these kids and two that Irving doesn't take the best pictures um, Irving has a uh, take a phone of something on your computer instead of screenshotting it energy mm-hmm. so me no, Navi, you don't do that I've seen your uh, no, I, I I've done it <laughs> you've done it, everyone's done it but uh, so Irving Irving wants to prove to Albert that Phineas and Ferb are real and they're geniuses and they build all these things uh, because Irving is the truth detector. He can he can detect anything. Uh, so he wants to take him to meet Phineas and Ferb. But Phineas and Ferb have gone to the movies to see Space Adventure, an adventure in space. Um, so he needs Buford and Baljeet to help him. Uh, so so Baljeet has this projector that, that Phineas gave him that will project their old projects in like a 3D way and just look like the inventions they, they once did. Um, so their, their plan is that Buford and Baljeet are going to dress up like Phineas and Ferb and they're going to show this projection of the Eiffel Tower and, and convince uh albert that they they built the eiffel tower uh there's a little bit like there you get another line in there of 
you for being uh, a little problematic in his in his toxic masculinity. Um, what did he say? Because I watched this last week and then I was drunk last night when I watched it. So Irving, Irving was like, oh, it's time for a makeover. And Buford's like, it better be a manly one, right? Oh, yeah. Buford can kick rocks today. Mm-hmm. Um, um, wait, can I just say that uh, the when they were both dressed up as Phineas, I did kind of laugh. I was like, also, yeah. I love the fact that um, uh, the the hard acting, I, we haven't gotten there, but also when Isabella comes in and she's like, uh, what you doing? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Isabella yeah. really, really uh, gets up to speed pretty quick. Um, yeah, I mean, Irving whispers on. everything in her ear. Also, I love the fact that like Irving kind of self sabotages at times, and Albert's so stupid that he doesn't realize because he's like, "Wait, you're you're believing this?" Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Bro, you say that after," and then he self sabotages later. But whatever. Yeah, uh, Candace during all this, uh, again, just can't be cool. Uh, she's like oh my my brothers are there with the eiffel tower in the backyard this must be the dangerous thing uh and then she realizes oh those aren't my brothers those are you've heard in multi in costumes um i don't need to bust any some perp today uh and she could have just laughed at that mm-hmm. but but she's like no i gotta i gotta bust these other kids now uh so, so she calls uh, Buford's mom and Baljeet's mom and Irving's mom. I cackled. Also, and, Irving's mom's and a milf. I'm sorry. That's a take. Yeah, Irving's mom is very hot. Or not hot, but she's very cute. Thank you, Navi. Navi knows what's up. I, I don't know. It's been so... a while since I've watched the episode. But <laughs> I remember her being like, oh, I did not expect you to be Irving's mom. Yeah, right? In Albert's mom. So I was yeah. like, okay, milf. Okay, I see this. Will is she a MILF? Well, here's here's the thing. I click on she doesn't even have a first name. Uh so she's you, you click on Mrs. Du Bois uh and and her um bio says th- this is the only thing in her bio. Mrs. Du Bois is Irving and Albert's mother. She went to the Flynn Fletcher backyard when Candace called her, Belgique's mother, Tiffany, and Linda to bust you for Belgique, Irving, and Albert, who are all involved in, quote, bust-worthy activity. <laughs> uh, and it sounds like, in your opinion, Albert's mom is involved in, in bust-worthy activity. I mean, she was at least twice. She has two kids. Hey, yo. Her name's Geraldine. That's canon now. I don't, I don't know why. That. That's the first name that I thought of. Yeah, really, really uh, eager to get something in the camera. Whoa! Uh, well, you cut out for a second. So you said I, you cut out eager to get something in. In the canon. Oh, okay. <laughs> as, as in. In the maybe, canon. Okay. Maybe, maybe uh, no, no, no. I get it now. You just bit. cut out for two seconds on my end, so I was like, oh, no. whoa. Well, I mean that too. I'm pretty Whoa, sure you meant that. Whoa, Navi! <laughs> Please. Uh, so, Griffin Schwartz, uh, is playing with this model train set, uh, because his his dad, when he was a kid, bought him a model train set, but never let him play with it. Um, and he was he was disappointed that that none of the like model houses or anything were like as good as he wanted them to be. 
so his plan is to go around the world and shrink a bunch of monuments uh, so he can this use had despicable me energy replicas. he's gonna steal the moon yeah um i wanted to ask you all uh what were your childhood toys that you were big fans of because doofenshmirtz clearly was a train kid if you had any mm. i had a I farm didn't... set that i really liked as a kid also those like little like you put the ball in and it does the three little loops mm-hmm. like i don't know how to describe it it's literally just like an obstacle course for a ball and it was the most basic thing that was like the like the marble tracks stuff. sort of yeah but it was like a giant kids version okay i also I had little like miniature figurines of winnie the pooh characters my older brother was big into power ranger stuff my older brother oh wait yeah tucker i forget sometimes you and sam who's older but yeah mm-hmm. tucker and my youngest brother was big into imaginext Ooh. like they were they were like little like they were they were kind of like figurines and i and i think they were like little yeah like like they're like legos but not legos sorry yeah you don't even yeah the riddler one looks like kakapuku okay um yeah i don't know i feel like i was well i wasn't even super big into video games i was more into like watching video games uh but uh, yeah, maybe I'll remember uh, soon what my what toys I was into as a kid. But I don't think I ever had any trains, uh, or at least I, maybe I had some of them quite a bit of time. Who's to say? Nobby, were you a train kid? Um, I was not a train kid. My brother was. He's big into Thomas the Tank Engine and also Hot mm. Wheels. Okay, um, I was not more talking so... about another movie, but tell your brother to watch Bullet Train if he likes Thomas the Tank Engine. No, <laughs> okay. cut that out! Cut that out! You're taking my 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 uh, my uh, pop culture plug. Okay, you can't keep oh. taking all of them. <laughs> well, you can have it because I did not like that movie. But okay, I thought it was fun, and it's my plug. Okay, well, we'll talk about it at the end. Okay. Um, but yeah, I was like into video games and I also like uh liked uh, collecting Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh cards as a kid. And I guess I got like Barbies from relatives, but that's just because that's just what you give to girls when they're kids so, <laughs> at the time. So like I begrudgingly had Barbies as well. Right. Uh so Albert comes to to Kenny Superb's backyard. Uh, and asks Faith Phineas and, and Faith Perp uh, to build him something, and they just make like a like a statue out of trash. And he's like, "Oh, it's like high art. It's it's like so simple. It's good or something." Um, and then Albert and Irving start to leave, and Irving is like uh, uh, kind of disappointed that his brother didn't find the fake stuff, and impressed with himself that he he. Uh, pulled the wool over his brother's eyes and, and he got something past the truth detector. Uh, but then it's like the, the opposite happens of what usually happens to uh, to Candace, where uh, Buford and Balji took the, took the projector away and uh, 
Harry does something to Doofenshmirtz and makes the real Eiffel Tower fall in the backyard. Uh, so whenever uh, uh, Irving comes back to prove that the Eiffel Tower is fake, he he runs face first into the thing instead of running. Can I it. ask you a logistical question? Uh-huh. In a show that we need to suspend our disbelief for, but it bothered my brain. Mm-hmm. Uh, how come Doofenshmirtz shrank if he used the large thing for the Eiffel Tower, right? Because then Perry the Platypus was taller than Doofenshmirtz, and I was mm-hmm. very confused. You know, I I don't know. Maybe maybe it's a thing where instead of like always shrinking or always growing, it's like a like a like a like a like a parody thing. Okay. It, it always either it always just changes whatever your state is. See, this is why we need our math genius on the call. Yeah. It's like multiplying by minus one. That hurts my brain as a hungover person right now. <laughs> so minus one. So you multiply by minus one, then it becomes negative mm-hmm. one, right? Mm-hmm. Or whatever number. Okay. Yeah. See, I still know some math. Mm-hmm. And then now Will's going to ask me something very advanced. I'm going to be and like, then, and then And then, you know what happens when you multiply by minus one again? It becomes positive. It's, ba- it's, ba- it's back to what it was. Yeah, I know some you math. Multi- you, multi- you multiply anything by negative one twice, and it's just the thing. It's the same as multiplying by one. Uh, that's your math bit of the day. Multiplication by minus one. Is math adventure. Uh, so the the all the moms have arrived. Um, all the moms. Are all I the moms. I think uh, uh, Biffany Buford's mom says something like, "Her name uh, is Biffany." Her name is yes. canonically Biffany. Um, and her she says something like, "Oh, Candace called it." And Biffany's voice is hilarious to me. It very uh, much has Carl Weezer mom energy. Uh, and she said something like, Candace called us and said something about our boys and busting. Oh. Uh, so the moms, they all come to the backyard, but Perry has now shrunk the Eiffel Tower again. Everyone's home. Everything's normal. Uh, but Candace thinks that that uh, uh, the tower somehow got turned invisible because that's, that's happened before. So she's like searching around for it. Um, yeah, and then then all the moms come in for for tea and snacks and and whatnot. Uh, Doofenshmirtz also got shrunk by the innator, and and uh, Perry like puts him inside his hat. And he's like, oh, this is this is better than my first apartment. It is somehow better than his first apartment, probably because there's a lot more space, right? If he's tiny and yeah. he's in Perry's hat. Yeah, I mean that that's 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 the joke. Yeah. No, but I've my inebriated brain was like, wait, there's furniture. There. Mm-hmm. I keep seeing a lot of uh uh Harry the Platypus related TikToks. Uh one of them it, it was like uh it was these two bowls and there were there were uh one of the bowls was like orange and then stacked on top of it was like a teal colored bowl and someone was like uh, two uh, I don't remember what they call uh, like like earthenware bowls, and then they put a brown one on top of it, and it was brown and then teal and then orange, and they carry the earthenware bowls, and they look like Harry Potter. That's all I have on this episode. This I like this episode a lot. 
I thought it was, it was fun. Yeah. Uh, Navi, any thoughts on this episode? Oh, it's a fun time. I always like whenever we get Irving <laughs> on the show. So uh, I'm excited to talk a bit more about it once we get to the rankings. Mm-hmm. There, um, the, the only real song is this space basically. adventure. Yeah, yeah so we're not going space. in a musical break right now. Okay. Who's got episode uh, two? Let's talk about Phineas and Ferb Busters. A lot of busting in these two episodes. Um, Candace, yet again, has failed to bust her brothers. She decides to get assistant after Isabella says something about how teamwork is a great thing. As part of, quote, Nerd Awareness Week, Baljeet chooses the day's activity called Spinning Tops. And Buford, of course, as a bully, thinks it's lame, but he gives it a shot after Baljeet says it's of doom. It's a board game, and Baljeet's enthusiasm is infectious, but everyone is kind of bored besides Baljeet, so Phineas decides it needs a little more oomph. Baljeet is thrilled about this, but then he's the one who asks, hey, where's Perry? Any thoughts so far? Yeah, I, I think it's kind of cool that, that Baljeet got to pick the thing for that. Yeah. Also, let Baljeet have his top fun. Oh, no, that's what she said. Uh, let Baljeet Play with no. Let him spin the tops. Let Valjeet play with tops. Felipe Monogram sends Perry out on his mission, and he uses a magic wand to make an exit, which astounds Monogram. But it was just magical trick by Perry. And if you want to hear more about magic, you can listen to the Brazilian Dragon podcast episode about Scooby Doo Abracadabra Doo with Miss Lisa, because we talk a lot about magic tricks. We do mid episode ads now. Yeah. Listen, I got to keep you on your toes. Look, we don't have a sponsorship yet. We have to shill for something. Yes. Thank you, Navi. Navi gets it. That's why Navi is the voice of the people. Maybe we can get G Fuel to sponsor us. <laughs> Candace has enlisted Stacy and Jenny in the day's attempt to stop the voice. And it felt very much like totally spies energy with the costumes. Yeah, that, that was, yes. that was my, my, my one note was their costumes remind me of totally spies. Yeah, that was like my one though. comment too. Uh, they, Stacy's like, why? Uh, and she's like, well, if Jenny's like, well, if we get her to bust her brothers now, then we never have to hear about this again. And then Stacy's game for it. Uh, uh, Stacy asks if she can get her bodysuit in pink. Um, so they have this training montage, and I love that they have like all these little paper mache things. So, Candace, you're an innovator yourself, not just your brothers. Yeah. Have you ever made a paper mache human? No, but uh, there was a, a when I was in fifth grade, sixth grade, we had a pumpkin painting contest at our school where we had to paint a character from a book we read. Um, and I don't remember if I did it or one of my brothers did it. I think, I think one of my brothers did I, I know mine wasn't very good. Um, one of my brothers did a, did a paper mache thing that was pretty good. And they covered a pumpkin with paper mache. Was it Nathan? No, I think it was Tucker or Sam. Nathan seems like an artsy kid. I don't know why. Yeah, I mean, maybe he did. I, I just don't, like, because he he did everything, like, four years after I did. So I don't remember what he 
like and, and by the time he was in sixth grade, I was in tenth grade wearing about tenth grade pants. Crushing it in the band circles. I was. Yeah, Sam was very complimentary of your band accomplishments in one of our high school musical podcasts early on yeah. this season. Um at Doofenshmirtz Evil Incorporated. Norm, like a silly goose, spills coffee on Doofenshmirtz's lap. How is this man not burning up? Like, I mean, he like, should probably get first I'm, I'm hot, you're cold. You go around like you know who I am, but you don't. Got me on my toes. Silly, silly William. Um, a package arrives for Doof. Well, what well, so, what happened was I, I this this was a, a a line that I thought was funny when when Norm was like, uh, scalding hot just like you like it, and then he tripped on the carpet. And scalded on Richard. Yeah. Um, I mean, is Norm a himbo? Is Norm a himbo? I wasn't that what Nicole said. Or no, Nicole I, thought he was hot. What was the thing? I don't know. I don't. I don't think Norm counts as a himbo. I will ask. I will get commentary on the field. Uh, a package arrives for Doof. He's excited about his new nemesis toy, and Perry has hit himself in the butt. He says he wanted like something a mongoose, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and he Perry kicks Doof in the face after he wonders if the toy legs eggs. Um, and then he puts Perry in a straight jacketinator and shows him a new robot that is much smaller, sleeker, and more efficient than Norm. And Norm is in the cry- closet and he's crying. Uh, he's like, this is how I know I have a heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you had a smirk. What's in your mind? Uh, I, the straight jacketinator was kind of funny for me. Yeah. It's like, I bought it just for you. Okay, so on this Phineas and Ferb wiki, I keep getting advertisements for the anime wiki. I'm like, they're talking to the wrong podcast host here. Mm-hmm. Um, so Candace ends up running through the final gameplay with Stacey and Jenny. They set up their positions and assign them roles for maximum swiftness and efficiency at busting Phineas and Ferb. They successfully perform a drill and they get ready to do it for Linda for real. Um, Phineas for Buford, Belgium, Isabella. All the, they Go have ahead. all the all the like signals too. So like the the condor is in the nest, and the the peas are in the pod, and the banana has split. Yep. The Phineas and Ferb wiki laughed today, as did I. My note taking. Um, after creating large spinning tops, the kids, with the exception of Buford, climb into their own top because Buford being a buzzkill. This is a bad episode for Buford. And they start bumping into each other. It's so fun. Buford thinks the game is lame. And then he tries to liven things up by increasing the top. Alarms are going off in house or apartment. Felipe looks very confused right now. I will continue on this commentary until this result. Oh, I, th- I, thought it, I thought it was more concerned than confused. Now maybe it is maybe it is confusing. I thought it was I thought it was just like a watch along at first, but maybe maybe it's something more. Yeah, I thought so too. 
Um, uh, something he's he's pointing upstairs. So something upstairs. Yeah. Well, let this be your annual reminder to double check your alarms. Make sure you've got a. Carbon it sounded like alarm. a watch alarm that I could hear through the ceiling. Huh. That's yeah, why I was confused. They yeah. turned it off finally. But. Okay. Should I keep that in? Yeah. Who's to say? We'll see how much we'll see how much time we need to fill. Anyways, we're, oh, Buford thinks the game is lame, so he hijacks the game and increase, increases the top's power source, and they spin wildly out of control, and the power sends energy waves across Danville, causing problems to everyone and shorting out both Jenny and Stacy's headsets so they can't hear Candace. Doofenshmirtz's little robot is also affected by the power, so it evolves into a large machine that tries to destroy him. Perry stops the rampage and saves Doofenshmirtz, or he tries to at least, but he gets catapulted out of the building. Monogram contacts him, ordering him to seek out the source of the sudden power wave and put a stop to it. So this, is this the first time we've had Perry actually have to like do something other than fight Doofenshmirtz? <laughs> yeah, like, maybe. Um... We have to see him actually like save the world in another mechanism yeah he's he's like saving kind of everything at once he's stopping doofenshmirtz's thing and he's saving giving superb's thing uh on per surely he's done it before on purpose sometimes but yeah i i, I kind of like this when when uh perry gets to do something more more meaningful yeah it's cool i like that little kind of subversion of a trope and i think that makes me enjoy this episode more Mm -hmm. um anyways uh monogram contacts him ordering to do that uh norm intentionally spills uh coffee on the robot as duke insurance is falling into the mercy of it and it short circuits and collapses and duke happily thanks norm for coming to his aid norm <laughs> says that he runs on squirrel power so that why that's why he wasn't affected by the surge duke then contemplates reading norm's operation manual and i'm like bro didn't you build him yeah, he totally did. But I think I think a lot of his stuff, it looks like he more like builds it than he does invents it. Because like all the all the times he's going to like buy blueprints and stuff, uh, it seems like he he more like takes other people's ideas and, and makes them a reality with, with money. I'm texting Nicole. Sorry if you can hear the typing. I'll go on mute. Navi, what do you think of Norm in this episode? Yeah, Norm's fun. Um, as for the whole himbo thing. Um, yeah, I think he counts as a himbo. I mean, he's tall. He looks adorable-ish. Uh, and he's really dumb. So yeah, he's a himbo. I love one of my coworkers so much because he's such a himbo. I love him. He's the nicest guy, but he's also a little naive. Which kind of relatable at times, but... Um, Linda arrives home. Candace is quickly dragging her to the backyard gate, but she's waiting for the signal, right? However, their headsets are broken, so they have to dodge the spinning tops to avoid getting bodily harm, which we don't want that on Stacy or Jenny. The kids are uncomfortable with spinning wildly out of control. They eject from the machines, and the tops are sent flying into the sky. Perry gets there. He rips off the power button off the radiant power machine and dashes off in the blink of an eye. Linda enters the backyard. She sees the kids playing with the board game. Stacy and Jenny ramble to her about the mechanized tops, and Candace tells them to knock it off. Linda offers them all pie. Everyone is happy to accept, except Candace, who's sad. 
And then yeah. we get the we also got the song Buster Brothers. This one also we got an instrumental of one of Navi's favorite songs, "Crock for Hire" from Dampers in School. That's not one of her favorite songs. Her favorite song yeah, is- I mean that 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 instrumental comes up a lot. Yeah, we also got the busted dance, which is kind of saying busted, 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 busted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I like this one more than the last one. I I like the the Busted Brothers song. Yeah. Anyways, shall we go to Z musical break? Sure. Musical break. Space adventure. It's an adventure in space. We can do better than that. Space adventure. It's an adventure in space. Space adventure. An adventure in. No what, Ferb? We're over it. Yes. Yes, we are. Well, ladies, welcome to Bust Camp. Oh, yeah! Mom! You gotta bust your brothers. Make sure that there's no way you're it. You gotta bust your brothers. And don't you stop until they're grounded. Show your mom what they've been doing the trouble. And we are back, everyone. How's everyone doing on this fine Sunday morning? And well, we it's Wednesday back. for the listeners. What are you doing? And we're back. <laughs> Sorry, a little, little I'm bit of very lost. Little, y'all little y'all little are hurting my brain. It's too calls. early on a Sunday afternoon for me. Um, yeah. It's yeah. a bit. Mm-hmm. I forgot the question you asked. That's that's why I'm so silent. Okay. Well, uh, I don't know why the first question that came to my mind is what's nine times nine, but now do you know the answer? Yeah, isn't it uh eighty one? No, it's eighty nine. No, I'm kidding. Do y'all remember when um what's her face Bronte? She was doing her interview for Big Brother, mm-hmm. and oh, what's his face? Jeff Schroeder asked her. Well, what's nine times nine? She's like, nine times nine, 89. And he's like, oh, yeah, I think that's right. Like, <laughs> Let me tell you something about uh, uh, mathematicians. Jeff Schroeder, he sucks. Yes, we know. Well, yeah. Mathematicians, like, you would think uh, uh, people who can do really hard math are, like, really good at arithmetic. That's not always the case. Uh, most of the time, if you if you are, like, spending your your brain energy on on the really uh abstract stuff that uh you know sometimes you, you fuck up the arithmetic well this might be an off-air conversation but what about math really excites you like what got you interested in math um I've always been yeah curious. Th- this is definitely a, a, a like uh, uh a very uh this could here here's here's what i'll say here's what i like about math. The, the idea of the kind of stuff that is, so I, I do pure mathematics, which uh, means that nobody ever really looks at the stuff I do outside of academia. Uh, but the, I, the thing I like about math is that it is kind of a, a way where you start and you, you say, here's some, here's some rules 
that I want to play this game by. And now that I have defined some rules, I want to see what things I can I can learn after. Well, I, uh, what what can I discover? What can I observe? If those are the rules that I'm playing with, um, yeah, it's kind of cool. This you can cut all this. This is not interesting. <laughs> I think it's interesting. How dare you? But, also, uh, I just literally just this second got a text from Nicole. The quote is, uh, "So my question to her was." Remind me, did you say Norm was a himbo from Phineas and Ferb, or did you say he was hot? And her response is, both O-F-C-C-C. There you go. Both, of course, but with multiple Cs. So maybe she thinks Norm is thick. I don't know. Who's to say? Who's to say? Not I. Anyways, Bobby, what's happened in the feedback section? So we've got an email from our boy Giovanni. And he asks, which animated duo would make a good Phineas and Ferb imitation like Beeford and Baljeet? And I'll just say mine off the top. I think I've sent you this meme before, but it's Luffy and Zoro from One Piece. The, the <laughs> guy with the red shirt and then the, the green-haired guy. Uh, that would be my animated duo that would make a good Phineas and Ferb imitation. So what do you two think? Let's see. You need one small guy and one tall guy but both kind of I, my first thought was Ren and Stimpy but Yikes. it's probably not Ren and Stimpy so that would be funny cat dog no cat dog is as two different people would be would be a funny bit uh or what if what if there was an episode when where Penny's and Ferb were like conjoined uh in a in a cat dog way so like they could only walk on their hands. Isn't that what Candace and her dad did? Bubblegum, bubblegum, running. Oh no, that was a potato yeah. snap race, not three-legged race. Never mind. Um, my first thought was Mako and Bolin, because from Korra. Mm-hmm. But I mean, the answer is very obvious: SpongeBob and Patrick. Hmm. I feel like that's a great answer. Um, mm, I also okay. thought Cosmo and Wanda. Cosmo, the 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 thing that's hard is trying to find one of them that's quiet and the other one that's like the the main the main Plankton guy. and Karen. Okay. Um, now I'm just throwing duos out there. Uh, Phil and, and Lil. Rain. Phil and Lil would be good. Um, not Woody and Buzz. Ooh, Mike and Sully. Mm. Okay, I could see. Mike that. would be Phineas. Sully is quieter. Yeah. He'd be Ferb. Maybe that's 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 what we need to have. I'll I'll prepare this for next week. I'll I'm gonna make a list of uh a dozen or so cartoon duos. Horace and, we and Jasper, pick, and we have to pick who's the Phineas and who's the Ferb. Horace and Jasper. I don't know the difference between the two of them. Sebastian and Flounder. No, flotsam and jetsam. So, so many of these like Appa and Momo. Yeah, that's that's a good one. Phineas is Momo. Yep. Uh, I'll I'll prepare this for next week. Uh, who's the Phineas? Oh wait, wait. Did any of you ever watch Tim and Moby in elementary school? That's the the robot and the guy. Yeah, Brain Pop. I think was the show. Sure. 
Yeah. I I vaguely remember it. I I know it wasn't like a huge memory, but I I know that I knew of it. Yeah. Anyways, Navi, any other feedback from our guy? Uh, no, I think that's about it. Well, thank you, Giovanni. We appreciate your feedback each and every week. Please keep sending more so we have feedback every week. He did He did send one last week that we didn't talk about. about oh, the beak? Uh, well, because we recorded the day after we dropped the episode, right, so I don't think he right. had time. Um, but he, he asked who would be uh, Phineas and Ferb's favorite superhero. Um, and I think my my money is on uh, Mr. Fantastic. Fantastic I think I think because uh, he's he's like part scientist, part superhero, and I think they'd be big. Into and they that. like him more than Iron Man, probably, yeah. and the Hulk. Um, I'm trying to think, Buford like, would love the Hulk. It's like the episode of uh, uh, on on everyone and their brother when I was comparing uh, MCU superheroes to Survivor players, and I said yeah. that uh, Troy Zan was the Hulk because. He's a big green monster. No, Ben is the Hulk. Ben gets so angry. Apparently in the challenge, they had to have security guards because they thought he was going to punch someone. But the Hulk is a big green monster. Yeah. Oh. That's the joke. Okay. God damn it. <laughs> Listen, I have not thought about... I'm, I'm pulling up the spreadsheet. Yes. Please do. All right, so before we get into spreadsheet stuff, um, what are our usual superlatives we get? Uh, um, so better than reading, uh, going to the movies, Space Adventure and Cinema. Yes. Because I, I think we have to base it on what Phineas and Poe do. Is mm-hmm. going to the movies better than reading? Will, clean out your inbox. This is giving me anxiety. And I'm not going to clean out that inbox. 11,595 unread emails, everyone. Okay. It stresses me out. I'm not going to read them. <laughs> Delete them then. Why? There's just going to be more of them. Stresses me out. Okay, anyways, go ahead. I think movies are better than reading. I agree. Sorry, Navi. No, I'd agree with that. Ooh. Uh, Is that our first Navi agrees with us on something better than reading? That's to be one of the earliest ones, if not the first. Um, maybe. I think anything that's food related, I've said that's mm, better. Yeah, spinning tops also better than reading. Uh, that wouldn't go that far. The giant ones, absolutely. No, that's just an amusement ride, and I don't like amusement rides. Well, they don't like you either, Navi. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't like I don't like amusement rides that make me dizzy. Uh, so I would probably pick reading. Doofenshmirtz impressing his professor. Mm. So the, the I I think the bit where he shrinks down monuments and steals them, I think it could be converted into something that could. But I, I think doing it for the purposes of a model train set impresses me because I think that's hilarious. Um, but also the technology behind it, I could think I I, I think he could turn it into a plan that his professor would help. I'm mm-hmm. Space adventure. What are you doing in the second episode? Uh, 
no he built that norm oh the new the new robot i bet the new robot would be uh i i think his professor would be into the new robot too but then the robot would eat her yeah but it's evil e-v-i-l-b-o-i-s b-o-t-s evil bots uh the first episode didn't really have a song uh space adventure that's top of the list no it's a meme song no well navi i disagree with you i don't remember earlier earlier you said it wasn't even worth having a musical break for yeah and it can still be a top tier song who said i wasn't gonna put it the musical break together because it's so short you kind of implied you were doing it. But, yeah. Well, I was probably going to cut it and put it in there anyway. Well, like, let the folks as, like, at home decide. Okay, well, for our clip show, the at the end of the year, we're going to use Space Adventure as the transition note between clips. Okay. So prepare yourselves, everyone. That's an editing choice. All right. Uh, well, why don't we get into our spreadsheet stuff here? One thing that I didn't talk about, sorry, a couple of weeks ago, in the Rusted remix... I love mm-hmm. the line, uh, like the like wordplay in that remix was so great. Like, mm-hmm. so you've been oxidized. Someone left you in the rain too long, and now you're gonna. I love, I love mm-hmm. the, like, when would you ever think of putting out the word oxidized in a song? When you're singing Unless about you're rust. Will. What? If you're singing about rust, you know they have paints in movie studios called rust and dust, or rust no. or dust. Or are you saying like the, the colors of them are called rust? Yeah, and dust. So they can like paint fire escapes and like things. Yeah. That's, 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 Anyways. that's cool. That's cool. Will and Navi are gonna come visit me in LA someday. When could be in multiple years down the line, but I hope they come visit me one day. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Let's rank and our I wanna ep- visit Navi and Finnepeg. Uh, yeah, you'll be fine <laughs> not having to visit Finnebag. There's not much going on up here. I want to uh, go see the Hoochie Bet. The Hoochie Bet isn't even practicing. Is, is it like a tourist attraction? <laughs> Bring your animal to her and see what she says? <laughs> no, I don't think so, unfortunately. Um, let's get into the uh, spreadsheet stuff here. So why don't we rank our episodes first? Um, so just as a refresher for our tiers, we have Queen of Marge, which is uh, best of the best episodes. Yummy, 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 which is above average episodes. Okay, which is okay episodes. Satellite fell to Earth, which is below average. And then Busted, which is like bottom of the bottom of the barrel episodes here. Um, so why don't we start off with the first episode that we covered here today with not Phineas and Ferb. Uh, where do either of you have, uh, this episode here? Why don't we start off with Will? Yeah, this one, it, it was hard for me to really latch on to, uh, there was no, there was no music. I liked, I liked Doofenshmirtz's, like, uh, uh, train thing. Um, but there was, there was not a lot here for me, you know, like, there was a lot of nothing in this episode, so I mm-hmm. gave this uh, satellite felt to Earth. Wow! It what was between I... it was between this and okay, mm-hmm. but I I, I came in thinking it was going to be okay, and then and then 
the more I talked about it, the more I realized, eh, you know. This was one of my favorite episodes in a long time. Now it's not top, top tippity tier, but it's yummy, yummy, yummy for me because I <laughs> laughed a lot. When Candace called everyone's moms and they all showed up and B- Biffany was there and like Baljeet's mom, I literally was cackling. Like, also, I loved, I thought Irving was very fun in this episode, and sometimes, like, Irving's hit or miss for me. Albert can kick rocks, but I love Buford, I love Valjeet, actually, no, I didn't love Buford in this episode, but I love Valjeet, and I love Isabella's roles in this episode, and I like that they mixed it up a little bit. This was, like, a mix-up that I felt, like, hadn't been done before, Mm -hmm. and they weren't retreading, so I think it's yummy, yummy, yummy for me, but I'm glad we disagree so vehemently. It's it's because you thought Irving's mom was yummy, yummy, yummy. No, it has nothing to do with Irving's mom. She was in two seconds of the episode. That doesn't do anything. She might have been yummy, 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 but no. I'm kidding. That's I just saw the words there. And not be no, ready to have this. Literally, Candace calling the mom. She's like, I should call Buford and Baljeet's mom. Oh, Irving's mom too. I was like, that sent me. Mm-hmm. Let me guess. Navi's gonna be in the middle. I'd okay. No, I have it in yummy, yummy, yummy. I really enjoyed this episode. See, Will's just a hater. I mean, I am a hater. I'm not a hater of this episode, but I, I, I wouldn't call myself a hater. This Even is weird. Though... I usually find that you two tend to agree more on where the rankings are, and I'm just kind of like off doing my own thing. So this is like a weird change of pace. Um. All right. And what about um, Phineas and Fur Busters? Where do you have this one? Why don't we start off with Felipe? I have this in okay. I had fun watching it. I just didn't think it was as enjoyable as the first one. I loved the Phineas and Ferb plot, but the the Jupiter's plot didn't have me as excited as the first one did. So I think that's like the demerit here. Uh, But I had fun. It was a good time. Uh, Jenny and Stacy were queens, and I loved their role in this episode. All right. What about you? Put this in okay. Is that what you said? Okay. I I also put it there. This, I, I like the song in this one. I like seeing Jenny and Stacy. Um, but again, not a ton, not a ton plot wise. I guess we're all in consensus here because I also put it in uh, okay. Um, I thought it was perfectly fine episode. I thought it would have, I would have liked it more considering what the premise was and the fact that we have both Stacy and Jenny having more prominent roles, but it was fine. Yeah. Should I expose Will for his just what he he never had Nathan in the guest column for his episode this season and it it hurt my heart. I'm not the only one in charge of the spreadsheet. You're the the one who uses it the most. Okay. You've been looking at it every week too. I always look at it on Zoom when you share screen. I haven't actually opened the spreadsheet in a couple months. Mm All right, so moving on to, to copy who... you for my own. Yeah. All just... right, so going into who won the episode here, uh, it looks like uh, uh, Will already has uh, his person for the first episode, not Phineas and Ferb. So mm-hmm. why don't you tell us who you have, who won the episode for that for you? Yeah, it went to Buford's mom. Yeah, I gave it to Biffany, mostly because her name is Biffany, uh, but also her her line about. Uh, like her voice is hilarious to me i think anytime she shows up and talks she might get a point for me mm-hmm. um but she she shows up she has the one line candace called said something about our boys and busting and that's it 
Her name's Biffany. She gets a point. All right. What about you, uh, Felipe? Yes, I'm Will. Uh, I'm giving it to Candace. Her calling everyone's moms sent me absolutely rolling. LMFAO, party rock anthem style. Okay. Um, and I'm giving mine to Irving. I thought he was very fun this time. Yeah, it was between Candace and Irving for me, so I'm glad you gave him the point. All right. And it looks like Will already has chosen who he has winning Phineas and Ferb Busters. So who we got there, Will? I gave it to uh, Felipe's favorite himbo, Norm. It's Nicole's favorite himbo. My favorite himbo is my friend, Oscar. I gave it to Felipe's second favorite himbo. No, Norm's not even in my top 30, please. I gave it to Felipe's 31st favorite himbo, Norm. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The the part where he said, like, oh, I run on squirrel power and just, like, opens up his chest. Uh, That was a really funny one to me. Were you uh, and, I'm, and I'm and I'm surprised that he hasn't gotten a point yet. So I I gave him one. Yeah, me too. Um, what about you, Felipe? Who do you have winning this episode? I'm giving my point to Jenny. Her obsession of the color persimmon or persimmon. What's the color? Persimmon. Persimmon. Uh, also, like she was the one who like convinced Stacy to go along with the plan because uh, if they did it, then she would leave them alone with the busting stuff. So. Yeah, I love Jenny in this episode. And also, I don't know how many opportunities we're going to have to give Jenny a point. So that's why I give it to Jenny over Stacy. Okay, well, I'm giving mine to Norm. I thought he was really funny in this episode. Um, for And for all the reasons uh, Will said. So we'll just leave it at that. So what's the point total looking like, Will? Candace is closing the gap on first place. Gupensburgs uh, is in, still in the lead with 16. And Candace with 14. Ferb in third place with 10. Uh, Carl and Carrie in fourth place with eight. No, Carl's so, citing this episode, right? Uh, no, I don't think he's been either one. Yeah. Uh, Baljeet and Stacy have seven, so Stacy has moved up. No, uh, she's been she, no one. No one gave Stacy a point. Oh, you said Jenny, not Stacy, right? Uh, but Irving has moved up to be tied with Isabella at six. Uh, Vanessa, Susie, and Linda have four. Uh, Jenny has joined. Uh, Phineas, Jeremy monogram and planty the potted plant with three yes planty uh, norm coming on the board with two and biffany coming on the board with one next week we have a couple episodes that i do not remember in the least what's the name of it uh we've got the lizard whisperer and robot rodeo and if, if honestly if we were playing a game of like give me a title of an episode and I tell you is this episode if it is for real or not. I I don't know who that man is. If I saw him on the street, I I wouldn't know a thing. I've Maybe never like heard a cow episode. robot thing. But I'm excited. I'm yeah. excited. She's the mayor. Is that I saw that is that where Candace becomes mayor? Or Vanessa Probably. maybe? Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, what order are we doing plugs? Uh, first things first, uh, Navi, where can people keep up with you? You can find me on social media at Cause I'm Navi. As for my pop culture plug, um, I was talking to Will about this in the pre-show, but I've recently gotten into JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, which uh, uh, Will's. Uh, I think you were co- gonna about to say JoJo uh, Circus. No, like JoJo a kids Steve. show. No, 
Uh, I actually don't think I really liked JoJo's Circus when I was a kid, but I think it was more like my brother's demo, anyway. Yeah. But um, I forgot what I was gonna say. So JoJo guys- Siwa, JoJo something, JoJo. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. That Robert Robert's a big fan. Yeah, Robert's a big fan, and I'm really enjoying it. It's like the most extra thing I've watched. Is it anime? Probably ever. Yeah, it's an anime. Um, it, it's the most uh, extra thing because the author of it, um, Araki, he's like big into fashion. So they're all like super buff men, but they're also like posing like they're on Vogue or something wearing like high fashion stuff. It's very interesting. And like everyone's like very dramatic and yelly and it's great. Yeah. Well, I love that for you. Also, can we get a Naruto minute update? I haven't been watching Naruto like in a long time. Oh, wow. That's kind of scandalous. Do you think you'll finish by the end of the year like you used to think? Um, It depends on if I want to get back into it. I'm sure I'll get back to it eventually. I just I, I just rather watch other stuff. Yeah, right now. very valid. Anyways, we love that for you, Navi. William, what's new with you these days? Mango, uh, yeah. You can follow me anywhere at Davis, comma, Will. Um, I just made a tweet about a great app idea that I have. Um, okay, Nathan Fielder. You can follow, so I also co-host a show called Everyone and Their Brother podcast. You can follow that uh, at EATV Podcast or go to EATVpodcast.com. TJ recently did an episode with his wife all about Kool-Aid. Mango, yeah. uh, I'm not going to lie, when I saw it drop in the feed, I was like, is this the manga episode? (laughs) No, we we did record one uh, that is going to go up soon called Animaity. Uh, Robert uh, found a bunch of titles of different anime, and the rest of us had to guess uh, if they were real anime or fake anime that he made up. Uh, so that was a fun game. Um, my pop culture plug of the week. Last week, I went and saw the movie Bullet Train in theaters, uh, and I thought it was fun. I, I had been wanting to see a movie in theaters for a while, and it, it is it is. I was I was debating whether I should see that or I haven't seen Thor yet and I had I like Thor so much more. There's but. well the thing was the way Thor's going to be on Disney Plus in like two weeks. Right. The other the other things that were out that I thought about seeing were things that I knew would end up on streaming someday. And Bullet Train seemed like a movie that if I'm not going to watch it in the theater, I'm not going to watch it at all. And it was it was a great movie to see in a theater. It was it was a fun time. Um, the train who's your who do you relate to from the thomas the tank engine universe mm. i i have you're to a person to me no i'm kidding yeah i well i have to remind myself who 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 all is what but honestly uh, i was not a big thomas I'll, kid so I'll, my uh my older brother was yeah uh lemon and tangerine were by far my favorites mm-hmm. yeah they, they were fun yeah um my Oh, well, first things first, you can follow me at What the Fleep on all social media. More importantly, follow Brazil Dragon Pod. Please give five stars, ratings, and reviews on Apple Podcasts to everyone in the brother, Brazilian Dragon Podcast, uh, What You Doing Podcast, Dragon Babies, everything. Come support your local creatives in their endeavor to find new listeners. Uh, <laughs> excuse you. Will's bored, clearly. No, I'm kidding. Um, my, Did uh, I not get that muted? No, that was not muted. I flipped the switch. No, Can you, you hear me right muted. now? 
I heard your cough. Now, now you're. I can hear you. Oh, I totally flipped the switch before. Uh, okay, I don't know. Whatever, I'll Cut fix it. Um. Uh. Anyways. Uh. What was I saying? Oh, yeah. So, what the fleet Brazil Dragon Pod? We recently had an episode with Lisa talking about Scooby Doo, Abercrombie Doo. Uh, Lisa's a great time, and she's working on our project, which I'm excited about. Uh, we also have uh, Pod Talk Jam and Break. Caitlin joined us this week to talk about everything, and Jessica Frey will join us later in the week to talk about her thoughts on the season. Uh, they had a very reality TV episode of High School Musical Musical series with a Survivor Nicaragua reference. Um, so uh, in terms of pop culture plugs, what am I going to plug? Oh, uh, I re-listened to Olivia Rodrigo's Sour album. That was good this week. Um, there was something else musically that I wanted to recommend, but I can't remember. So I guess just watch, I don't know, watch Wedding Season on Netflix. It was a fine movie. It was fun. It's about uh, Indian matchmaking. Their parents try to, their parents make profiles for the daughter and the son and try to get them to go on a date with each other but they're more traditional in terms of american culture and they're very hesitant to do that um so yeah also she hulk has been fun not fantastic yet but yeah cool uh, well i forgot to i don't shout really out. have anything pop culture to shit say so we'll take it away I forgot to shout out uh, Robert Bradger and Siobhan Rope Bradger on their wedding last week. That's why we congratulations. Last well, we didn't have a I podcast last week, right? Yeah, I, I I said we didn't record because I was gone for the wedding. Uh, well, congrats, Creative Robbie and Creative Siobhan. Um, and, next and week, actually, I did think of a pop culture plug. Go for it. Better Call Saul. Go watch it. Next week we have the Lizard Whisperer and Robot Rodeo. Then what you doing? Until next time, when that corn dog, yummy, yummy, yummy. Bye. I know you know what you're doing today. I know you know what you're doing. Isabella Buford, Phineas and Ferb, Candace gonna bust you if you.